What's up, everyone? This is Philly Pat, back on another episode of the Philly Pat Project, and excited for tonight's episode. Um, as always, we thank the listeners. Um, appreciate you guys. To the future listeners, look forward to having you joining the community here we've built at the Philly Pat Project. And tonight's episode uh, is part two of Thanksgiving. Um, thought uh, after the recap, well, what turned out to be more of a recap episode, I thought it'd be cool to talk a little bit more about how we really felt about the movie, uh, the cinematography kills um, a little bit more, maybe how we felt about that killer reveal, things like that. And although the tagline is there will be no leftovers, there will be leftovers because a sequel has been greenlit. So we're going to give our thoughts on that. And maybe compare it to some other slashers, uh, see how it holds up uh, for us here at the Philly Pat Project. And joining me tonight uh, is Brooke, a.k.a. the future Miss Philly Pat. Hello. And for his season two debut, we have brought little man Nathan back here with us. Hello. And uh, yeah, so this is going to be fun. Uh Nathan had recently seen Thanksgiving. Um, We went and saw it again with him. And, uh, you know, Nathan loves horror as much as we do and loves slashers and called it the turkey movie. Um, And he kept insisting. And we finally got around to it. So uh, we're going to be able to give a full uh, feedback for our thoughts on it. And to kind of get this started to uh, do more... Uh, of a thorough episode and conclusion of the Thanksgiving chapter for now. Um, how do we feel about the cinematography? Now, to kind of st- to, to start it off, you know, for me, I think that what I enjoyed most is probably that animation and the end, end credits. I really enjoyed that. I actually thought, like, that was, like, really cool uh, to see the movie play out almost uh, in that animation in those end credits. Um, I know that you noticed it this time around, um, but I think the opening shot is one of the coolest shots, like the very first shot. Um, And it's actually kind of a spoiler uh, if you are a hardcore horror fan. uh, You know, the point of view shot of the killer uh, is what it ends up being a callback to classics like Halloween and Black Christmas. So I thought that was cool. Um, But overall, I thought it was really good. I really enjoyed the cinematography. Um, I enjoyed the different angles. And uh, I thought it was well shot um, overall. What what did you enjoy about the cinematography? No, I agree. The the opening scene, I was probably on my phone the first time I saw it. So I probably just missed it. But... um... You can hear him breathing. It's very, you know, um, I don't know what the right terminology would be, but I guess, like, it's a homage to, like, the greats and, like, you know? Yeah, no, that's literally Michael Myers' first scene. Yeah, I mean, and it's, like, kind of shaky and... I mean, I really, like, if I wasn't on my phone and was paying more attention, maybe that would have helped me to have, like, figured it out sooner. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, there wasn't... I mean, they did pretty... They had a lot of... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There was a lot of, like... Um, Are you talking about, like, the CGI with the kills and stuff? 
No, because they actually did pretty, scare, pretty balanced. Like the um, what are they called? The um, the quick shocks. Oh, the jump scares. And jump stuff? scares. Yeah, they had a lot of jump scares, and that was cool. Like they got me, they caught me off guard a couple times. Yeah, I think when uh, Evan and Gabby are kidnapped. Yeah, that uh, that, that actually kind of like caught me off guard. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so. and the ending scene, of course, is really cool. I mean, they go out with the misfits and. It's just like great soundtrack, by the way. Overall, I thought, especially the, you know, homage to uh, and the tribute to the Misfits. I thought it was like a great song and fit the theme of the, you know. Yeah, movie. I mean, again, it's kind of like comedy horror, but they did a really good job at uh, make not making it too like gimmicky i guess yeah. was it super cheesy which i i appreciated yeah yeah i'd i'd have to agree uh nathan how did you like the way it was shot i think it was really cool because like at the beginning you get a very good view of the killer you know mm-hmm. you you get to see his max mask and it was like insane because at some point there was like the kills like mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it was just like very brutal very brutal yeah, yeah. it was actually horrific <laughs> but yeah. I, I think it, although it's horrific it's still very amazing and i could see why it would be a good movie for future people to see yeah and i gotta tell people that are listening to this to watch the movie I, I gotta tell him. It's okay. Great. All right. Well, uh, any any particular scenes, the way they were shot, or like favorite scenes, just the way it was done that you. Like can... my favorite scene. Yeah, like like the way it was shot, like the different views, or like how the camera angle was. Like, was there anything that stood out to you? Well, my favorite scene was where there was the kid in the turkey costume. He was like. Happy birthday! I mean, happy Thanksgiving, everyone! And then the killer just grabs an axe and swings it across his neck. So you okay? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a very effective scene. I actually thought uh, two things that I thought of when I was watching because uh, I've seen it two, three times now. I took my mom as well, and uh, <laughs> I've seen it. I, I really liked the movie, so it was okay, but. Um, you know, you get different, you know, you see a couple times, you get different ways of, of looking at it. But, um, I did like that the parade scene reminded me of, I know you did last summer. I thought that call back to the parade was really cool. Um, and then I like the fact that the way it was kind of shot, um, it was a homage to Heath Ledger when he was trying to kill the mayor in the dark night. And he was just kind of blending in like you expect to see him in the paint and all that. But he wasn't wearing any makeup in that scene. And it's like they were all expecting him to pop up in the John Carver mask. And he pops up in a clown mask that looked very similar to the one that Heath Ledger wore in the opening bank robbery scene. So I thought that was really cool. The second time around I watched it, I was like, I can't believe I didn't notice that uh, Patrick Dempsey wasn't in any of these scenes. 
Yeah. Like, they, yeah. he clearly was the killer. Well, I want to, yeah, no, it's, de- it's definitely, like, very much more obvious when you know what you're looking for. But one thing I do want to say, and I, we may have touched on it in the recap, um, but, like, just going a little bit deeper, I really like the fact that, um, at least the first time, because, you know, you, it's your first time seeing it. They did pretty well at holding out till the very end. No, they with, with, they did for sure. It's just I can't believe that I didn't put pick that up on yeah. Because usually I mean, I'm pretty good at like yeah picking that stuff out yeah. or like where the hell is he? Because like you know when they're like all getting rushed into the car uh-huh. and the, during the parade, it's yeah. the other guy. Yeah, and it, I it, well with the motive too, like the motive like fit and like it was appropriate and everything, but it's like. I didn't even realize, like, he was there, too. Like, obviously, whoever the killer is, like, something in that um, Black Friday sale happened that set him off. Like, the revenge part was, like, pretty clear that someone is seeking some type of revenge. But didn't even occur to me that, like, Patrick Dempsey could have had a reason. Even if we didn't even know, you know, until the end what the reason was. It's like, maybe he's in on this. And, yeah, I think we talked about it. It was like... The you know like when he was lying on the ground it's like all right this is kind of staged and you're a little suspect right now, um, but they did pretty good. I, I thought it was interesting and especially watching the the latest screams, um, which you know we'll get a comparison going later in the episode. But I didn't even think to myself, well Patrick Dempsey's in this movie, he's the biggest star, and there's no way he's not getting like. The juicy fucking role of being the killer. Like, you know what I mean? Like, sure, he could just be the cop because he's done that. But, like, I thought it was cool because, like, we were talking about this in Scream 3. Like, there was that moment where you thought, oh, maybe Patrick Dempsey's the killer. And he wasn't. And it's like they went back to that and said, we're going to actually make him the killer this time. um, And see how that works out. And it worked. I was completely okay with the psych- psychosis and the psychotic moment that he got to have. I thought it was like, way to go, bud. Way to go. Nathan, do you want to say something? No? Okay. Um, Alright. Well, uh, I guess we'll go into that. So, how do you think Thanksgiving holds up to slashers like Scream? Oh, um, so to scream, I mean, I don't know. It's so hard for me to be... Or Halloween, or, you know... Right, but it's so hard for me to be unbiased because I grew up with those movies. Yes. So, and they come from a different time. Like, now there's just so much, like, technology, like, there's Mm -hmm. cell phones, Mm -hmm. which make the whole storyline different, right? Because you can, like... Like, they were literally, like, FaceTiming that one chick while she's getting killed. Yes. Like, that can't happen in 19, what was it, 78 or, like, 1995. Like, that's just not happening then. No, but I actually think it adds a cool element because it's like, this is realistic. No, I For today's times. I I, I like that the... I like that there's an evolution of times with the slashers that make it, like, not hokey. Like, it fits. No, but yeah, but it, it brings something different to the story because... Nowadays, it's easier, I guess, to get caught because mm-hmm. there mm. is 
more technology yeah. there's yeah. dna like all of these things so like writers and whatever they have to get more creative yes with how they're you know making all of these things work together yeah i i'll say this um it is not holding the candle to the masterpiece that is 1978 john carpenter's halloween um, I will also say that it does not hold a candle to the original Wes Craven 1996 Scream. And I'll go as far as to say that I don't think it uh, outdoes Scream 5. Um, no. But I will say, especially, especially being probably the biggest Scream fan at this table right now, it is better than 3. It is better than 2 outside of Mickey's performance. Um, it is better than four outside of Kirby's character. And it is better than six outside of six being more tense. I would say, I would agree. I, I, mean, I think that's how I can like just throw a couple in there and say like where Thanksgiving's probably like, like middle of the pack, like maybe a top three or four out of all of them put together. Um, it definitely is one of the ones that like 20 years from now, like that's going to be an all time classic. Um, I could but that's see it kinda, being like a culty yeah. type of movie for sure. Yeah. I think it definitely, uh, fits right in there. And I do think, you know, there's certain parts to each one that make it better or not as good as the other. But I think what I like so much about Thanksgiving is just the overall, like there was characters that like were just enough. It was like, it's like they gathered like modern day. I know what you did last summer characters. Like you don't care super a lot about them, but they have enough going for them where like you're invested in seeing where it goes. Um, and I think the, the, the kills were creative that I wanted to see what the next one was going to be. Um, I did like that. Um, it did have a jump scare too, which was pretty cool. Um, and I will say this had probably the best opening fucking sequence of like any horror film that I can think of over the last 10 to 15 years. I mean, that's pretty fucking creative, um, to have a black Friday sale be the, motive and the motivation and the tone of where the movie's going by having like just everyday people being everyday people and people getting fucking stomped on and causing chaos well that's I, what i mean like it's kind of funny and over the top but they did a good job at making it not too over the top yeah like obviously like these things do happen. Like, people go crazy on Black Friday. No, they really don't. But people don't go as crazy as they did in that movie. At least not to my knowledge. Maybe they do. But Maybe. people aren't getting, like, you know, killed left and right. And, like... So, I mean, they it, it was well done. And it was funny, but, like, also you kind of felt bad for some of the characters. Like, the oh, one I fucking getting, like, smashed in the head with the carts... Like that's yeah, so the whole motive and yeah, her and yeah. her like, just her scalp coming off like that. Like, yeah, it's so like it like down to like all the details. It was just like, it's funny that they showed all of that. You know what I mean? Like, I agree. They yeah. didn't need to, but they did because it added more to like, for me, like the dark humor. Behind oh yeah, it. yeah. I I love that. Um, 
I was really impressed by Eli Roth because like I'm okay with the first hostel for being something that was different and I did I did enjoy like the concept of Cabin Fever probably not now but when it came out I did because it was like this is something different like this is realistic um but this is like something different um but I'm not the biggest like Eli Roth fan overall um I yeah, appreciate yeah. I appreciate him as a horror filmmaker um, and I appreciate even the films that I'm not a fan of his for what they are, the art, everything that kind of goes behind an Eli Roth film. But this is definitely his best work. Um, I'm definitely glad, you know what I mean? And it was 16 years in the making. So it was like, it was worth the wait. Um, it was definitely worth the wait. Um, Nathan, thoughts? I th- uh, for the slashes, right? What it reminds me of? Just, yeah, if you want, like, any comparisons. I mean, you've seen all the screams, and uh, you haven't seen the original Halloween yet, but you got the idea because you've seen some of the Halloweens, the newer ones. But how how does it compare for you? Like, what do you put the movie at? So, I've never watched, uh, what's his name, Friday the 13th guy. Yeah, But Jason I'm pretty Lord. sure I've seen, like, a version of him. Yeah. And it reminds me of, uh... Thanksgiving horror movie because there's this version and he has like the axe. Yes. And throughout the whole entire movie. The killer, he has the axe. Yeah. And there's just this one scene where he puts this woman in the microwave, right? Oh yeah, in the oven, yeah. And I'm pretty sure I've seen something on it where he burns someone. Uh-huh. Uh, Jason Voorhees, you know. Yeah. And it kind of really reminds me of it. But I'm just going to have a thought on this. For spoilers alert, obviously. Yeah. I, we, spoil I think the viewers know at this point Thanksgiving is completely spoiled. Uh, at the dinner table, right? Yep. Where she's home. I was weird. Like, it was freaky. Yeah. Because the most brutal part is, like, he puts the teenagers head on the table and he grabs like the hammer and keeps yeah. on him what's he thankful for Evan, on the yeah. actual live stream and yeah. then he just yes. his head yeah. and he's crushed and then it's like this the purple grainy thing the jelly thing you know what I'm talking about yeah 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 when he's when he's cooking her up and all that yeah yeah that was that was something very different I agree um, would you say, so you've seen all six screams, mm-hmm. um, do you, do you agree with what we're saying about like Thanksgiving being better in certain elements for certain screams, but maybe not holding the candle to like maybe the first one or the fifth one or, you know, like, do you, do you, do you agree? Yeah, I would agree because, well... I like that Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. but as you said, I can't like it better than the Scream, uh, the first one, because that was the OG slash mm-hmm. original. Absolutely. That nothing could pass that. I'm talking, uh, no yeah. horror movie is going to go above that. I mean, for other opinions, then probably, yeah, but for me, probably you, nothing could top the slasher OG Slasher-wise, yeah, slasher-wise. I would agree. The 1980 through 1990. I mean, he was a good 
the one guy, uh, he played in Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, Stu. Yeah, he that that guy was great. Yeah. We actually got to meet him. Remember? I do. Um. So okay, all right. So so. Here's something. So. I want to get your thoughts on this because I know you're going to have some opinions. So, Thanksgiving took a formula right out of Scream 6. The cop is the fucking killer. How do you feel about the reveal in comparison to that? And then just how you feel about the reveal of Thanksgiving in general. But there is the comparison to make too. Oh, what, for Scream 6? Yeah, because they did. I feel like... Thanksgiving was way better. I just... I think the the intensity of Scream 6 is more than Thanksgiving, but I agree that Thanksgiving was better overall than Scream 6. And as a franchise, like, diehard fan, I agree with that because I did not suspect Patrick Dempsey until the last minute. I was pretty on board with Dermot... Uh, being the fucking killer from, like, the bodega scene moving forward, I was like, there's no way it's not him. So there was definitely not a surprise element. I mean, Nathan, you got something? Uh, yeah, I was just going to say how I could kind of agree with Brooke because Scream 6 was not as expected as you think because you got three killers out the loose, and it was pretty expected for the cop. Yeah, but I mean, I, I didn't know, but it. No, I wasn't expecting three. Six. Yeah, no, it reminds me of that. But yeah, I mean, I wasn't expecting three killers. I I was glad we finally got it, and you know, we'll see where the franchise goes from there. That's a whole another story. But uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, Patrick Dempsey did a pretty good job at masking himself. Um, but I also think it's because. He was involved, but not as involved as the detective was. Like, the detective was so involved that you could just pick up on so many clues that, like, he had something to do with it. Um, I don't know. I just, I thought overall Patrick Dempsey did a really good job of, you know, making you think maybe it's him, maybe it's not. Yeah. Um, I liked that it was, like, kind of obviously him. Because he was so over the top nice about everything and was, just like yeah. very like second viewing, I picked yeah. up on that. Yeah, he was like super nice. Like, you know, obviously in the scene where he shoots his gun in the beginning, like he's very frantic and he's very scared and he doesn't know what to do. But then all of a sudden, like a year later, he's like perfectly healed from that mm-hmm. traumatic like. Mm-hmm. You know, I also I also think too that like when he shot the gun in the air, like there's that quick look he gives over to uh, his friend's wife, who, you know it, you know he has he's having the affair with, and like that's the motive or whatever. But like, you you see him look over and he looks really angry, mm-hmm. and he shoots up in the air with like a rage, um, and when you go to the reveal on the second viewing and you're looking at all those little little clues, the idea that he is playing so nice and all that is like the perfect sociopathic tendencies. Like he's blending in with everyone, but like he secretly has so much rage and anger and obviously psychopathic tendencies that like he's just, he played it really well. Yeah, that's you what know? I mean. I, I, I did like that. I, I, um, I like the reveal. Like, 
as it was happening and like I'm like, all right, there it's gonna be him or whatever. I was actually really excited to see like I wanted to see his performance. You know, like in Scream, I'm gonna watch the performance because I'm gonna you know, I'm there, whatever. Um, but I didn't really care about the performance of Dermot. Like I'm like I, I just I knew it was gonna be you and it was like I don't know if I even care as much about like your motives or anything. And I think the motive worked a lot better for Patrick Dempsey than it did for, uh, you know, the Killers of Scream 6. But again, that's also because Scream 5 was so well done that, like, it's like the first one and the second one, you know, in the same way. It's like Scream 1 is just a a whole different animal than Scream 2, as Scream 5 is a whole different animal to Scream 6, so... Yeah. I, yeah, I agree with those those points, and I, I I understand, and and I have stepped back and like looked at this you know movie, you know what I mean, like in a different light without putting a bias because I'm, you know, overall, Scream has been a very consistent franchise and still very enter- entertaining, but I had to you know weave through that a little bit, and I completely agree with your points. Yeah, I uh, I don't know, I just. You know, I guess it makes me biased or whatever, but I just preferred Thanksgiving over Scream 6. I wasn't a big fan of Scream 6. Um, I liked everything up until the reveal, and then, you know, I liked the set pieces and, like I said, the tense the tense moments, but, yeah. So, but I, yeah, I, I really, uh, I thought they did a good job at, cr- like, you know, creating this, you know, persona that he was just this good cop. Yes. You know, like, and he was just really interested in keeping his community safe. Yeah, so. uh, it, it was. Uh, it was nice to see him get uh, to evolve a little bit. You know, in his acting, um, especially because he's been killing it for so long as an actor. Um, how do we feel about a sequel being greenlit? Do we like now that it's happening? There's no like, oh, if they do it. Like, it's happening. It's going to happen. Do we feel good about it? I feel good about it. I don't know. I think... Do you have any theories of where they can go with this? Do you think... Because if we see Patrick Dempsey on screen at any point, unless they want to show you that right off the bat and turn it into, like, Halloween, like... Well, that's what I was thinking they'd probably do. You think Um, they're going to bring Patrick Dempsey back? You think he's going to be the killer again? coming back for them and he did survive or do you think it's going to be like like taking a scream element like like maybe maybe a family member or maybe someone else who like has something to say about it and wants to take up the mantle you know because it was it's so open-ended with that ending i don't know i feel like they'll probably bring him back if i had to guess yeah yeah and you feel okay with like this turning into like a Freddy or or a Halloween like you think he can hold that or do you think that the sequel should be where they end up I mean I I don't know though because it's Patrick Dempsey and he probably has other shit going on so I don't know maybe they won't bring him back but I feel like he he might be in Scream 7 you never know I feel like he um like like we don't know for sure that he died I mean like so it wouldn't be too far-fetched to say that he comes back. 
I do like the fact that like they did show you it was a nightmare and didn't end it that way so that they can like you you have a lot of room to work with. Sure. I like that. I feel good about it too. I think it, I think that at least a second one they can turn it into like a collector or you know something where like maybe just the sequel can like wrap up some loose ends. There's definitely despite there being no leftovers, there was a few people who I would like to actually see in the sequel more of the guy who was like selling everyone alcohol and everything. Like, I just liked him and I want to see him involved directly in the murders. You know, like I want to see him like directly being targeted. Um, I'd like to see that. Um, you know, uh, I'd like to see more of Bobby and Ryan too. Uh, I didn't like Ryan. I didn't like him, but I want to see more of it because he was my he was my go to pick for the killer until he was not the killer. So I want to see like a little bit more, you know, because um, I, I I do like the little the little rivalry between him and Bobby. I thought it added some. I think that's why it was so good in the reveal with Patrick Dempsey is because they did play out the other characters and even if they weren't like the main star or anything because they're sideline characters they did enough with them to like throw suspicions so i'd like to see like what they do if those characters come back i mean i really only care about the main girl because and her dad really because they're pretty central to the story but i don't know yeah i mean i don't know uh i don't know what they what they could really do i mean for any for I feel like Bobby would probably come back. I really I don't know. I could give a shit less if Ryan comes back. He was douchey. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't my favorite. Um but I mean obviously like Scuba Scuba is Scuba. Scuba. I mean maybe he'll come back. I don't know. Um Yeah. It's hard to say what they'll what they'll do with it cuz I mean like I said there's different ways that they could go. I was I was listening to a review of someone who was doing it, and it was uh, uh, the girl, her friend, who's like I guess the TikToker or whatever. Like she's just there to like look cute or whatever. Cause like what is her character development? Like she she dated Evan. Like there was really nothing going on with her. Um, I don't know if they're gonna flesh her out a little bit and like put more for her to do. I don't know. Because I really don't know what she did other than try to dress like a TikToker because I don't was... I didn't even know who she was, so apparently Nathan knew that she was a TikToker and that's how I knew. I was like, oh this woman is Well Josh said that too. Did he? Yeah Josh uh, said that Shout out to Josh if he's listening, but yeah. He was hoping she would die because she was just a TikToker. Yeah, I mean it's I guess, you know, she could die in the sequel, you know what I mean? For sure. Um Depending on who the killer is and what they're going to be doing. Um, Nathan. So. Your favorite kill. Hmm. The one that you thought was. That's the one. It's not my favorite scene. Because it doesn't well, that was just my favorite scene. But my favorite kill. I mean my favorite scene is the opening. But. You know. Probably. The girl. That one girl. Because. It was very brutal. He actually gave you a hint because she was like picking at her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Poor girl. Yeah. Yeah. And then 
uh, he came out of nowhere and just stabbed inside of her ears. Uh -huh. And when she finally escaped, he turns on the saw, uh -huh. pushes her while her guts are exploding. Oh, yeah. She she got it rough, man. I and, then, and then, you know, the, his uh, her boyfriend? Yeah. He's just standing there quietly, traumatizing. He's like, <laughs> yeah. what do I do? Yeah. Like, what do I, what do, I do? do? Yeah. I, I I really did enjoy that. I thought that was, like, the one character who probably didn't deserve it. Um, but, you know, you got you to gotta kill one of the girls, and you definitely got to do it in some dramatic way, I suppose. I actually think the security guard had the best death just because the whole scene was hilarious <laughs> yeah. with the cat. Wasn't he just, like, eating something? No, no, no. When he was uh, – the security guard was trying to leave – and, like, um, he got, like, stabbed with the uh, electrical knife. And then he put the wire around him and cut his head off. I oh. thought that was probably... I liked the scene because I thought the actor... He is a comedian. And I, I thought it was pretty funny. But the best part of the entire movie outside of the uh, opening massacre, which was fucking awesome, had to be the fact that Patrick Dempsey stopped to feed the cat. He fucking fed yeah, the cat. Really yeah, that, that. That was, I did. Yeah, I could tell. I, that was props. That was props. I man. liked it too, but on my second viewing, I would say my favorite kill is because that was my first favorite kill. But my actual, I think the actual, my actual favorite kill was in the parade when the grandfather gets that huge oh, the, pole through yeah. his head. Dude, <laughs> I, you know, on the second viewing, I noticed too that like, and it was just little small details that I was like, oh, that's props for the. Makeup bars and, you know, the prosthetics and everything. It's like when the log went through his face, you still saw the peel of the nose and everything. Yeah. Like, like very, I thought... That's what I'm saying. They were very down to detail. Yeah. Like, I really did enjoy with that. a lot of the... A lot of the scenes, they were... It was very detailed. Yeah. I, it was... It was... It was much more realistic. Um, it was very little CGI, which I appreciated. Um... The only thing that I, I gained out of that and like was cool for like my love for animation is just I, the, with the way the credit scenes were done. It's like if they shot this movie like it, I'd still probably watch it just because like even the graphic novel display they're trying to show me of like all the highlights of the film works really well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, for sure, you know, uh I thought that was a really cool kill. Still not my favorite. I, I still think that, I, you know, I think I think my favorite kill might have just been, because uh, it was so over the top, might have been dude getting his neck broke. Because, like, I don't really think that, like, can you really twist a head like that? I, mean, I, I think know. that's so over the top. I thought that was interesting. But then the girl on the trampoline, just because she deserved oh, it. Why did she deserve it? Because, because you trying to show she was trying to show herself off, and she was being a cheerleader, and I don't like cheerleaders, so fuck you. I thought that, you know, it was realistic to get her, though. Stab her in the foot, and then she falls down. I like the realistic aspect to it, and probably how that would play out. Then she just ends up in the fridge. Oh, yeah, actually, she got stabbed in the neck, and, like, her blood was served as, like, the wine. The drink. Yeah. But... I think the other appreciated part to close, like wrap up and close up the episode, and you know, I think we got a really fleshed out opinion about this movie now, and you know, I feel a lot better with this second episode. But um, I think that you know, overall, like the one-liners, 
Yeah. Were really what worked well for me because they were appropriate, you know? Okay. Um, and they, like, fit well. Like, I, I, I thought that's where the comedy horror was blending really well was in the one-liners. Okay. Um, but, yeah. Um, Nathan, any final thoughts on this movie? Or how do you feel about a sequel since they're going to do one? They're going to do a sequel. They are. It is greenlit. It is happening. Just Probably twenty twenty five. It means it'll be part two of this. Oh, so like afterwards or before this all happened? I have no idea what they'll do, but I imagine it'll be a continuation. Hmm. I don't know if they're bringing back Patrick Dempsey. I don't know how the killer is going to be. If it's going to be someone else taking off the mask. All those details are yet to happen. I don't, I don't think he's coming back. I mean, he was blown up. <laughs> That's what you fire. think. Yeah. But she looked at that one fireman. Yeah. It had that it had that Halloween vibe right there. I don't know. I think that uh what do you think? Mm. You feel good about it? For the sequel? Yeah, you Oh think? yeah. Yeah? Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna watch that next uh Thanksgiving or whenever it comes out. I think two years from now they're gonna take some time to write a clever script. Which I appreciate. I like when they're not rushed. Which might have explained how you felt about the reveal of Scream 6. A little rushed. But anyway. Um, that's how we feel about Thanksgiving. And uh, that is one of our uh, new favorite slashers. Um, I don't know if there's any other slashers coming out. But I will say that I'm interested... In a trilogy of the strangers, bringing back the original characters, um, and fleshing out a three arc story with the original killers, because I thought the sequel was terrible, and I think it's a nice way to like bring that back, because I still think Strangers is really good. Um, I don't know how I feel about Night Swim yet, and I don't know if there's really anything that's like appealing coming out. The only things that I can think of are like if they salvage Scream 7 and, uh, you know, Thanksgiving. And I don't think there's there's too much other than what, Yellow Jacket Season 3. Like horror, horror might be out of pause. We've had a really good two years. We'll have to see. But you know that if we hear about it, we're going to talk about it and we're going to bring it to you guys. Because that is the true Thanksgiving here is we give you horror because that's what we love. And Nathan, we got to let the viewers know, Christmas, uh, you are getting a sequel to the Christmas episode from last year. I think this year we're going to do it a little bit differently, um, but it's going to be some Christmas fun. So uh, I can't wait for that. That um, for y'all. Definitely got some presents for you guys. And uh, Nathan's the real Santa Claus. That's what he's telling you. And me and Brooke will be back uh, shortly. Uh, we are going to change up the formula a little bit. We are always talking about horror. And I've talked about action and some other movies and so forth and so on. But one genre that is also a favorite of ours after horror is comedy and we are going to talk about our favorite comedies 
figure out what your favorite comedies are and have a conversation about comedy. So I am looking forward to that. Uh, I have some guests coming in later this month uh, to do a sequel for the Philly People, uh, Philly special episode. And uh, a little later this month, early in the next year, we are going to be bringing back some improv conversations and improv podcasting with the return of our good friend Josh. So I am looking forward to this coming year. I'm looking forward to the next couple episodes. Um, I have some good stuff planned and season two is still going. So for those who are still listening, we appreciate you. I appreciate you. With that being said, this is Philly Pat, Philly Pat Project. I'm signing off. See ya. Bye.